Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is The Crusher. One, two, three, four! Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I am Philip. And I am Molly. And with us today is... Jay. Jay. You remember him. He's back again. I'm back. You guys (laughs) keep bringing me back in. He keeps being available. Um, (laughs) We found one other person that likes the Ramones. (laughs) One other one. (laughs) Adam here. Uh, Thank you for coming back again. Thanks for having me back. Of course. Um, This is your place. All right. Uh, today You're we welcome. are. Dis- <laughs> You're welcome, and thank you. A great, a good day. Uh, we are discussing the song "The Crusher" from <laughs> from uh, 1996's "Adios Amigos." This is written by Dee Dee. Wait for it, King. Uh, from because which is an one of awesome name. personalities. Oh, oh sure. Yes. I mean, Dee Dee King. Not everything. Dee Dee King. Not everything wrong. Not everything about D.D. King was wrong. No, the, the name, name was, was good. The name was the good. Name was good. Uh, it's from the album, uh, the, son, the multi-printed <laughs> album, Standing in the Spotlight. Uh, I gave this a song category of fighting because it is literally about fighting. Liter- literally. Literally. About literally. fighting. Um, so I've already sort of gotten into one of the first facts here is that this was, this was from D.D.'s uh, famed rap album. Solo rap career. Uh, sh- Sound of Hands. Who has heard that version? One, one, <laughs> one other, hand in a actually, table. No, I should be doing it too. Me too. Yeah. So the two of us did. I have not. I feel terrible. It has more lyrics. <laughs> it does? And it is not better by addition. <laughs> Let's just say that. That's as kind as I can get. It actually, I was surprised. I, of course, knew this song, this version of it first, as in, I guess you did, Molly. What, this version that we just... Did you know this version first before knowing Dee Dee's version? Uh, well, actually, I'd heard Dee Dee's version first. Really? Yeah. At a... Just from... Torture chamber? (laughs) (laughs) No, from hearing the album, because I didn't really listen to Adios Amigos, the album, all the way through. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, so, I just so happened that I listened to Dee's rap album before okay. I heard. All right. Yeah. I was surprised that it was this close. That they, yeah, like, yeah. The, the songs are actually pretty close. And you were yeah. saying earlier, it was like, it is kind of a rap I mean, he song. doesn't yeah. sing. He's, he's no. basically rapping. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or at least talking. Oh, I, mean, I, I forgot this Tra- was... Talk, rapping. Trapping. 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 <laughs> trapping. 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 Raw, he's rocking. <laughs> uh, A-L-K. This song was played live by the band 56 times. That's a lot. That is, is too many times. I know. Why are you? <laughs> That's a lot. What would be... I want you to independently think of a number and then tell me it has to be bigger than one. Or it could be one and up. 25. 25? A reasonable number for this song? What's a reasonable number? One and a half times. Oh! The second time they went through it, they should have been like, what are we doing? Well, here's the thing. (laughs) One, two, three, four. And then gone somewhere else. I give it, I give any song that they put on an album at least a shot at getting played on tour when they debut the album. Okay. So, 25 times Mm -hmm. is still a lot. Okay. You know, they go to 25 cities and they play the song. And they still keep playing the song. Maybe they play it 25 times at the same city. 
<laughs> we just keep punishing <laughs> that Miami, poor, poor, with yeah, Miami. That one legendary Miami's show was a little crusher from beginning to end. Crusher. <laughs> crusher. Oh man, we had to leave halfway through the, the 17th song. Wow, has anyone look? We gotta look this up. Has anyone ever done that before? Has anyone ever done a rock show where they've just done one song? No, not just not. one song continuous. I just mean like like they played the Crusher. And stopped. They played again. What did they put? Played the Crusher. Stopped. I and have then to did say, it for though, a whole length of a show. I did see the Breeders play one time. This is a total mm-hmm. sidebar where they played Gigantic three times in one set, which oh, was wow. kind of awesome. That's pretty amazing. It was kind of awesome. Yeah, because by the third time, it's like, are they really doing this again? Yes, it is. And it's like, I, yes. I remember, uh, do you remember when Cher had that Believe song? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was the crusher of its time. <laughs> um, also written by Didi Ramon. Or Didi King, excuse me. <laughs> no, but she, uh, so that was like her big hit, you know, late in life sure. hit. Sure. And, uh, and, and I and remember like I watched, yeah. it. She, was, she was at least 50 really? at that time. Yeah, that yeah. was that was Go 2000s. Share. Uh, I am happy to know that I don't know how old Cher was when she... No one really does, but... Timeless. um, uh, Anyway, she, uh, my wife and her mom were watching this concert, and it opened and closed with Believe. Wow. Like the same thing. So yeah, I guess it happens. Oh, and, and on the Prince thing... I, sure. I'll, one of the thoughts I thought when uh, Prince has recently when died, he to passed away, Prince. right? Um, yeah, in case you didn't know, you just turned it. <laughs> anyway, oh, oh no, what? If somebody's listening to this ten years from now, they're gonna be like, "What's the Prince thing?" <laughs> what Prince? No, yeah. Um, uh, I remember when I was working at a TV station on on New Year's Day of 1999, and MTV or MTV Two played the video for 1999 for 24 hours. Oh, straight. And at first, you think that's crazy, and then you actually watch it two or three times, oh, and yeah. then I kept going back to it. Oh, sure. I probably watched it ten times. I yeah. mean, it's the same thing that what Turner does with uh, Christmas Story. Is it Turner yes. or whatever? Yeah, yeah, like, no, TBS. Every year, I get TBS. really excited TBS, about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. No, but I Which wonder now, Turner, there should be, like, a band that... Like a theor- like the theoretical idea of a punk band of like they call themselves the Punishers, yeah. and we're just gonna play the same. It 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 almost doesn't matter if it's a good song or a bad song at that point. Yeah. I think it, I, Innocent Victims could do that. Innocent Victims. <laughs> They've got, all we gotta do is write one song, you guys. Just over and over. The, these gentlemen have created a new punk band. Yeah, called, called Innocent, Innocent Victims. Victims. Yeah, you're in the drummer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm the drummer. Yeah, we're all in it. Come on, don't try this. It's just like, yeah. oh my god, it's falling apart already. But no, I just I'm putting this out there as a challenge to any bands listening. That's a good one. Try to do an entire show. Uh, you got you can't skimp out on the length of the show. Do an entire show. Oh, it's one song. Same song over and over, That's not just great. stretching one no, song. No, no, no. It should over be like if like I forget how long the crusher is. Two minutes, yeah. ten seconds, or something. It should be two minutes, ten seconds. Yeah. Small break. Two minutes, ten seconds. Yeah. Small break. It almost reminds me of that. The Andy crusher Co- is two minutes and twenty six seconds. Thank you very much. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, it almost reminds me of that Andy Kaufman thing where if when he went out on I was tour the same thing. and people got ahead of him, he started reading. From Great Gatsby, right? I think it was Great so Gatsby. So if a band is doing really poorly, they were like, well, they're ready for the crusher, and they're just going to play yeah. the yeah. same song over. I think it would be great, and I think it would be such a happening that everyone would talk about it. Plus, I also think that, okay, you get annoyed like the third time, fourth time, fifth time, sixth time, you start laughing. Yeah. 
Seventh time you get pissed. Yeah, Eighth yeah. time you're like, what the hell's going yeah. on? Ninth it's a Letterman time. thing. Then, totally. then you do an encore. Mm-hmm. Then they leave. They come back and they do it again. <laughs> and then they really got everybody. And then everybody's just on their feet. Yeah, then they're like, this is the greatest thing. You can trade, innocent victims can trade off the lyrics too because, I mean, well, even if you didn't know the song, the words of the song at the beginning, you'd probably know it by the end. We can all trade, we can all trade instruments. We'll know it by heart. Oh, yeah. We'll be like an arcade fire of repetitive music. Great. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, back on track. No, I was going to say uh, the Crusher. I believe the inspiration for this uh, was the villain wrestler from uh, a Bugs Bunny cartoon called Bunny Hugged from 1951. Oh man, that's the one. If you remember, that's why I keep saying it that way. Um, Because Bugs is wrestling this giant guy with like no neck. With the the hair or no? He has no hair. He's completely bald. No hair. Okay. Completely bald. And, you know, it's a series of events where, you know, he's picking up dynamite and whatnot. But there's one part that has always stayed in my heart, which is the crusher is going for the, what is it when you bounce off the ropes? The, I don't know. The rappel off the ropes. Oh my God, (laughs) what a nerd. So he's bouncing off the ropes. So he's rappelling off the ropes. (laughs) He's bungee cord jumping. No. It's um, actually. He puts, Bugs puts a safe in front of it and the crusher smashes into it and then he opens it up. Bugs opens it up and is like, why Crusher? So nice to see you. And the Crusher's like, I just passed by. <laughs> I, just, I just love just passing. Yeah, okay. They should have put it. that in the song. Yeah, just, yeah, the whole thing. Uh, oh, um, that reminds me of one more thing. Uh, is this is the first song I think we've run into, Molly, that has the at the beginning of it. Okay. Oh, interesting. So by really? virtue of the fact... Yeah. By virtue of the fact that... Uh, I'm anal retentive, and my mom was an English teacher. I had to put it not with the T's, as iTunes would do it, but sure. with C. Um, but that leads to a bigger thing: is the Ramones often go by just Ramones? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How does everybody feel about that? Because I don't like it. Just, just, just Ramones. Ramones. Like the the album, the album Ramones is just called yeah. Ramones. Yeah, yeah. But if you look it up by artist, it says like the album Ramones by, by the Ramones by Ramones. Like really? If iTunes lists it. I guess my beef is with iTunes, but it lists it as just Ramones. Oh, it drives me crazy because on like in it. my iTunes or my Apple Music, it mm-hmm. has. I'm not plugging Apple Music, but um, unless they gave us a sponsor. Oh, it? then good for you. But uh, <laughs> Roger, no, but actually, except I actually have two categories. One is Ramones, and one is the Ramones. And the oh, interesting. Yeah, and I've gone in to change it, and then sometimes it just changes it back. On exactly. Yeah, it aggravates me. Yeah. And then, but then, but then when Which you think about it, it's also so Ramones, isn't it? <laughs> so Ramones. <laughs> but when you think about it, the shirt or like the emblem just says Ramones. Ramones yeah. yeah. And a lot of the albums just say Ramones. Well, aesthetically, who cares about the? the? I think that's. I think that's it. Is yeah. You just. I mean, I feel the better the. about the the. But if like you know, I'm sure Arturo Vega wasn't like. What about the the? Yeah, where are we gonna fit that the in there? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah. Actually, well, I bet he did worry about it and then just said, oh, we like, cut it because you can yeah. <laughs> Well, it is kind of interesting because if... So the band name is Ramones, mm-hmm. and you just automatically add that the. Right. The understood like, the. We're going to see the Ramones. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to the Ramones. It's, yeah. yeah, it's an understood the. Yeah. So then if you add the the on the album... You wouldn't then say the the Ramones. Like, it, is, it is kind of a weird thing to, because they're clearly not just like, hey, don't don't call us the Ramones. We're just Ramones. Yeah, it's just a weird. It, it no, doesn't seem like it was on purpose in that way. No, but in, but then in the follow it through, I mean, like you don't call them Beatles. 
I'm going to listen to Beatles. I'm yeah, going to listen yeah. to Rolling Stones. Right. It was like, no, they all, they have the's. the. They're the. The Rolling Stones. The yeah. Beatles. So it's just, I don't know, it's just always bugged me, and yeah. I'm glad we're finally at a place where I can talk about it. I never really it. thought about it, honestly, because I just, oh, I, I just see I've thought about it. Oh, okay. I mean, only, no, no, because of that Apple thing. Because okay. of that Apple thing. Just because of my aggravation. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think, other than that, I, I think totally. in the same way, that's what brought it to my attention, mm-hmm. was I... If I was typing it in, like if I got a mix CD somewhere or, I, or something like that, and I type in who the artist was, and I would write the. And this is what the pioneers yeah. of punk rock want us to talk about. The, this is, is all they the, were, yeah. the categorizing yeah. of the iTunes. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. This is what they, what they, as they foretold. Yeah, that's why as the as misfits put as the. Foretold. <laughs> yeah. And didn't put the. Those. I, it barely qualifies as a fact, but that's the last one of those type of talking things I could say. Listen, it's, we're talking about the crusher. So we fine. can get we can get to our feelings. I, uh, I feel like you have some feelings. Well, Jay, anybody, you did, also. Do have you want to throw in some facts? All, it oh, wasn't really facts. a fact. It was just more of an observation. Is Go. Right. Really that's, a, that's factual. Well, based what, I, what I find interesting about this song mm-hmm. is, especially since it's it's comes from a rap song, mm-hmm. but especially. It, that I said especially already, but also on top of that, it's yeah. a Ramon song. It's a punk song, and it's very. There's a lot of bravado, and in a lot of Ramon songs, mm. when when it's a fighting song or something along those lines, like Fifty Third and Third, talking about the razor blade and stuff. Yeah, there's like a right. toughness. Like I'm a tough guy. I'm tough. I'm. This is. There's a lot of bravado and and just this. I'm like, really tough. I'm really tough. I've had enough yeah. of that crummy. This no. one, right? Not <laughs> <laughs> enough. Had enough. I'll never, I'll never, never be tired of that song. Oh, but this man. song, there's a turn in this song mm-hmm. where he's all of a sudden doesn't want to come out of the dressing room. He's yeah. like, I'm going to beat up this Russian bear. Yeah. I'm going to so beat him up. And then he gets there and he's like, I'm not coming out of this dressing room because uh-huh. he's going to beat the hell out of me. So this is such a weird turn in this mm-hmm. song. I did not expect that when I actually read the lyrics. I am. There's I'm, something vulnerable there you're saying? There's a vulnerability nice. that is, it's an odd... Um, I would not have expected that in well, this okay. song. Sure. I, I will. I will take it one step through. further and say I think that the Ramones in general, or Ramones, <laughs> are great storytellers. Yeah. You know, and sure. they do have plot twists sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes their girlfriend does turn into a slug, and that's just what happens that's in the story. That's true. So, um, you know, I think that's part of their charm sometimes. It, that it, I, yeah, and I see what you mean that. And in as much as this is sort of unique in that it is that type of turn, but like fifty third and third is a little different. Where it's, it's like, yeah, I'm out here doing this, but then yeah. the, the turn is, oh, it got nasty. The turn is, I got, I, I, I got, got even tougher. tougher. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm tough. You know, you can't do this to me. I'm, right. I'll show you yeah. what I can do to you. And but the, so the turn is turning on the bravado, whereas mm-hmm. this one's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna crush this guy, and then. I'm gonna get crushed. Yes, yeah. the crusher becomes the crushy. <laughs> <laughs> they t- they knew the word crushy. Is it crusher or crushy? I don't know. That's what they would have called. Uh, no, I, I I like that too. I actually kind of like it. It's they're good storytellers, but more in that like moments, like poems. This one is like the story of a guy who worked out and got his title shot, but then freaked out and didn't want to do it, but mm. then. I guess went out and did it. I guess. But it's got like that little, it has that, it has like the, uh, you know, an all is lost moment. Well, yeah. For lack of a better word. A a moment of self-doubt, you know, which I I think, I don't don't know, there there is something charming about the Ramones I 
it's like their hmm, their underdogness, mm-hmm. you know, and how they wear that on their sleeve. I think is part of their charm. Sometimes. Sure. Yeah, I agree. I like. I actually find that very charming in this song. Yeah. I think that's part of the humor of it. Yeah. Is it is funny. It's a funny image that he's hiding under the bed and shouting, go back to Russia. Go back yeah, to Russia. yeah, yeah. Like, it just it just is. Especially yeah. Yeah. if you go along with the fun of like, oh yeah, a big, like a wrestler or a boxer or something like that. It's like, it all worked out and they're like, oh no, what if I can't do it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I gotta go out there, he's gonna hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, just to reiterate that this is off of the album Adios Amigos, yes. which is the last album. Right. Um, it's very heavy on Didi. Well, that's not true. Didi wrote. He a wrote, lot a, lot of wrote a lot. He wrote a lot of it. But CJ sings mm-hmm. on this song. Yes, he does. As we heard, sings quote. Sings. Although, yeah, sings. although, I, uh, no, I'm sorry. Keep con- continue. I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, I mean, I just think that these are. I don't know. These are part of it too. You know, with CJ singing. Um, part of it's, the it's, vibe it's, you're getting. Yeah, from CJ it. singing a Didi song. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Yes. Yeah. No, absolutely. And here's where my although comes in. Okay. There's a reason I think I feel what I think is more positive about this song than you, and I always have. Okay. Is that unlike, um, we could check, most other CJ Sing song, this one has Joey on the background. Yeah. Vocals. Right. Yeah. And for me, that makes it, that's like, oh, it's a Ramon song now. Interesting. Even if it's, I can't even think of too many, like, DD vocal songs. You know that he did mm. that Joey also did background vocals yeah, on. Yeah, almost none. But it's like those little things. Yeah. That just feels like oh, it's a band. Yeah. Instead of you just standing there while I sing this song. Right. Yeah. And and I that that little bit yeah that, that little that bit of it, it just does well, enough it we does have enough this for me. Ongoing conversation about how many Ramones does it take to make a Ramone song? Oh yeah, uh-huh. so that's a good. Joey, it just takes one Ramone if it's Joey, in the instance of. Of Baby I Love You. Baby I Love You, which mm-hmm. is basically like a bunch of strings and Joey. It's like, is that a Ramon song? Well, if Joey's on lead, it's just probably then a Ramon song. Yeah. But for something like this, I feel like it takes a couple of Ramones to make yes, a Ramon I, song, is what you're saying. Yes, it does. It's like, yeah, CJ's there, but CJ's but not really. Same math, there. though, because yeah. once Joey's in there, once Joey's like, in oh, there, it's in a Ramon this song. This is a yeah. Ramon song. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you take Joey out completely, then you have that D.D. King verse. I mean, it's. It, it's yeah. you got Crete and family. There is some yeah. There is something about his voice that if nothing else just feels like the band that you wanna like. Joe, yeah. you're yeah. About. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And maybe it's just because you didn't live with CJ enough or we didn't live with CJ enough that we associated with it. But yeah, yeah once Well he's you the only that, one that's done yeah. a solo album, right? Is that true? I mean, other than, rap, other than the other rap, than, no, other than the rap, other than the rap album. That's what I mean. Joey's the only one yeah. did a solo, yeah. solo album, like solo. CJ has this. solo work. Yeah, but CJ came in late. I'm not. I don't really mean him. <laughs> you mean of the of <laughs> the original <laughs> yeah, Ramones, of the Ramones, that, like the Ramones. Yes. You know, so like Johnny never went out and did another. No, album, no, you know, no. So by all accounts, when they retired, as they say. Johnny put the guitar down and never touched and didn't it pick again. It up. Yeah. Well, I did see him perform with Pearl Jam at the forum. What'd they really? say? What'd they do? Uh, he was like, um, Eddie Vedder was like, we got a special guest here. Oh, hey, uh Johnny Ramone. And everyone oh, went nuts. Wow. And they did the KKK took my baby away. Oh, I bet that was, was great. That was amazing. I bet it was fun. It was great. great. Cool. It was really great. Super cool. Nice. But like, but it's so, it's interesting because I have that Joey, um, solo album and it mm-hmm. and I can listen to it don't worry about it. me yeah and it's 
it's got some fun stuff on it because it reminds me of the Ramones. Yeah. Yes. Like if Johnny did a solo, not that he would sing, but if he went off and did another album, I don't necessarily know that I would think of it as a Ramones album. I totally so I think agree. it's a good it's a good math. I, I totally agree. It is weird though because I have that album too, and and while I like it, it it's and that's part of what spawned the whole like most valuable Ramone thing and yeah. our discussion of like how many Ramones does it take on a Ramones album to make a Ramone yeah. song because while it has one of the most key components in being Joey Ramone without that guitar style or without that crazy or yeah. without whatever <laughs> without it is that crazy. you know I mean, whatever it is <laughs> totally. uh, there is something that is not the Ramones you're right about it yeah it you're is, right it is just him Right. So, yeah, yeah. but he's the only one that would remind. He was the only one that would bring me back. Sure. Even if, just just on that you album. Mean, alone. If you just heard like an album of Marky drum fills, you wouldn't be like, oh, this is. <laughs> couldn't, wouldn't do it. Yeah, wouldn't do it for me. Classic Ramones. Um, <laughs> you just took yeah, just took Tommy's just drum track and just yeah. threw it out there. Classic and, you know. the the Ramones. <laughs> the the. Um, one last thing I will say yeah, about please. this theme. Mm-hmm is it's also very Cold War. Oh, yeah. Russian bear, which is so weird because this came out in, like, 95? Yeah, 96. Yeah, but that's a theme of the Ramones, you know? Sure, yeah. They they love to talk about communism. Oh, totally, yeah. They're never going to not fight that fight. But I feel like it's part of their, like, universe of their Americana thing that they're doing, you know? Sure. I think, I'm not even sure it's relevant to the world, but it's relevant to them. Totally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In the world they created for themselves yeah. and decided never to grow out of. It's completely relevant. <laughs> it's, completely yeah, it's completely irrelevant. Relevant. But it is weird. It sticks out. It always sticks That's, out of me. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it could have been anywhere. Could have been. You didn't have to call them the Russian band. But you know what? In a way, and I can't believe I'm saying this as a compliment for them because they've made mistakes in the other direction on other songs. But it's like, that is sort of the most culturally sensitive, like, sweeping generalization they could have made. Like, they could have gotten knowing what we read about them and their attitudes toward, you know, they're not the most enlightened people. I feel like they could have been, like, they could have picked a really awful slur for some, you know, like, so they could have picked a really bad choice, but just, like, Russian Bear is like, okay, sure. Yeah, that's a, true. A, Rus- a Russian guy. Yeah. As opposed to I'm, I'm not even going to venture to describe what I'm well, thinking. Well, I mean, to be fair, I feel like the idea of a Russian bear in a circus is a thing. Sure. Totally. Specifically yeah, yeah, that the bear that's would true. be Russian. That's I mean, true. not that they're being... Is it racist to be anti-Russian? No, 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 I, I don't... Mean, no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying is they actually managed to choose the least culturally offensive thing. Mm-hmm. They could have picked, They could have focused on somebody from Saudi Arabia. There's like a ton of American enemies that they could have picked. Sure. Yeah. You know, they could have Inoffensive, but also universally known... When you say Russia and the United States, yeah, sure, anyone yeah. that grew up anywhere near the '80s is like, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, we, gotta... we they hate each other. You know, yeah. it's like, that's a Poor universal. Thing. If he dies, I, have, he dies. I have a lot of Russian friends, and I always joke with them about how they're just like the bad guy in everything. <laughs> yeah, always, so always. Like, what, what what kind of bomb are you guys working on right now? Like, are you planning to like send a missile to they something? Can't be. <laughs> I feel like when they make their own movies in Russia, they still are the bad guys. Yes. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, we've come to the point now where we're going to discuss whether we love or like or leave this song, and who would like or love or leave to start. Well, maybe our guest wants to go. Yeah, first. maybe he does. All right. I uh, I don't love it. 
Okay. But I'm also not going to leave it. Wow. I have a, I have a slim... And I didn't see this coming, actually, because I'd heard this song before. Mm-hmm. But when I started listening to it for the podcast, I was like, oh, right. This song is... I don't like this song. But the more I listened to it, I listened to it a few times, it kind of got in there. And then when I started to take notes on it, I don't know. I kind of... Mm-hmm. I'm going to go middle of the road. I like it. I'm not gonna, I wouldn't get rid of it. I love this. And this is what I love about Wait, you love his comment? Or you I love, love your song? comment. Okay. I love your comment. <laughs> write this it down. has happened to me before in the past as well, where I come into a song thinking it's a bunch of garbage. Yeah. I listen to <laughs> like it a couple Carmen's times th- for the podcast, yeah. and there's something about it that really grows on me. And yeah. I think that speaks to the strength of Ramones. <laughs> I agree. I think that's I'm great. Not the, I know. I agree with you. Not I'm the strength of the Ramones. And I, okay, love, I love that the song grew on you just from doing a little, you know, just from giving it a little time. I love that. I think this song is garbage. <laughs> I'm going to leave it. <laughs> okay. But I love that you like it. I love well, that you stuck to your honesty. Yeah. I'm going it. to leave you to your opinions. And say that I actually love this. I love it. Wow. Oh, I do. And great. I'm. I. I. Yeah. We have a spectrum. I know. We have a weird. Never yeah. No. Yeah. This is. This, yeah. It's well, weird, we've never right? Had, I mean, this, well, this is our first one, first round with three people. But yeah, to, to completely yeah, cover the gamut. I love that. Pretty, yeah. uh, no, I think it's. I think it's sort of the the Joey doing the backgrounds, especially. Great. It is a weird hybrid. I mean, I don't want to get into some sort of declaration or like this is the blankiest song ever but when I first listened to Adios Amigos for some reason I liked this song I think it was the story of it yeah. just so ridiculous but I I just thought it was funny and and I kind of liked the chorus and and I and as I've listened to it again I re- I think that CJ's really good on it and I love that Joey does the backgrounds I think the guitar is really good it, See, I love that the build-up when he does the go back to Russia, go back home, when the yeah, guitar yeah. comes back in, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they're all building up in a way that they don't often build up in songs Great. to that way. So, yeah, love it. And the fact that you love it and the fact that you like it, I'm going to go home tonight and I'm going to listen to it and I'm going to give it another chance. I'm serious. I'm going to slightly less leave it. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm going to leave it for this, but okay. I'm going I'm to give it another chance. All right. Do you have a most valuable it's... Ramon, Jay? Um... Again, I think I might have to go with CJ hmm. on this one because it it just does stand out to me. Same same with Creighton Family, although I had that had a much less positive review from me. But me too. But there's something. Uh, it's it's a rap song, and CJ probably is doing it better than Dee Dee did it on his in his version. You know, I don't know. You know what it is? And I, I agree with you. It just I, it stands out the most to me. I pick CJ as well. And I just realized this is sort of like this is a weird comparison, but you know the remake of Ocean's Eleven? The yeah. George Clooney version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the most brilliant part of that is they didn't take a movie that is necessarily well done. They took the spirit of a movie that yeah. everybody kind of acknowledges. So that's the great thing that here is like, yeah, you can only go up. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. just, just kind of do it, and he and he. I think it's one of his better performances. I mean, again, they didn't hand him 
a classic. I think CJ really is a class act with the Ramones. Because he's so much yeah. younger than them. He comes at the end of the career. He, he takes over a lot at the end of, like, on this Like we said, it's yeah, a, took a lot. thankless, yeah, and thankless I, job. Right. I mean... Follow this, the like you were saying, follow this guy who did who forgot more rock and roll craziness yeah. than anyone will experience. Follow him, will you? Yeah. yeah, totally. Like, I even think in that book, the Monty Milner book, he talks about how daunting it is. He's like, Dee Dee was the one, two, three, four guy. Yeah. Yeah, how yeah. am I going to do that? Right. Yeah. Oh, do you have a most valuable I'm moment? CJ. Yeah, all the way around. Wow. We, we were divided earlier, and now we've all yeah. come together. Come together. Wow. That's. I mean, weird. I'll leave this. It sounds mean, because I'm like, I'm giving it to CJ, even though I leave this, pre- you know, whatever. But <laughs> I, leave yeah. this crap. No. Um, so, Jay, this is your... Final episode. I know, I'm sad. No, um, but you can come uh, back sometimes. Sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, no, totally. You, we've you got like want me. I will. I will. Of course. <laughs> I'll stay the night. Back in my house. Stay the night. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, we'll spend the weekend. Oh we'll my god, we'll in. just keep going. <laughs> you guys. Mind, do you? <laughs> no. No. Uh, you've shared your home and your stories. <laughs> uh, do you have any last like thoughts? As the what if this was the last chance? Do you have any other like lingering oh, things you geez. want to get off your chest? Just thoughts or theories about the Ramones? Have they influenced your life? Uh, saved you from something? They else? made your comedy better. They made Check. my comedy better for sure. Um, you know what's funny is that the Ramones were born the same year that I was born. Oh, the band was. They, yes, the right. band started forming and and formed in nineteen seventy four. That's when I was born. So I find that to be very significant because mm. they are all dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, no I, has it made your comedy better? Well, no, the, all the originals. No, oh yeah, the originals. Yeah, the originals. Yeah, the originals. That's all I meant. The the ones that formed in nineteen seventy four right. yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. are all dead. Which yeah. I do want to point out is weird. That yeah, sure. Dead. That is it is a weird thing, right? Honestly, I do not think it's weird when you when you really think about these human beings. <laughs> Joey Ramone is. So I heard somebody say uh, well, when I was listening to um, this short video that Marky Ramone yeah, did yeah. To, as a press junket, for whatever book. for his book. He was talking about Joey Ramone not being a a sturdy human or not being like a solid human. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, look at the man. Sure, I mean, of he course. He looks like he's falling apart at the scene. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's yeah. all bones. But I mean, these are men that held a grudge for over a decade. <laughs> sure. And didn't talk to each other even though they were sitting next to each other in the same van for ten years. Yeah. You know, they held on to a lot of anger. They. You know, I mean, it doesn't actually surprise me. It seems, it seems weird. They, they were all, I mean, Marky was freaking alcoholic. I mean, sure. these guys, you know. I, I mean, think Joy you can Ramon, say that. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was saying, like, even Joey Ramon, like, he didn't do a lot of drugs and alcohol early in his career, but he eventually did. He made up for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he sure. eventually, I mean, I'm not trying to say anything bad. This is what they've all said about yeah. him. So, I mean. But it is interesting to think about, because I think. It's possible that their case, and especially their anger issues and mental health, and mm-hmm. and there could have been a lot of outside factors that that led to their early demise. But if you think about a lot of rock bands, a lot of punk bands, mm-hmm. you know, like 
three of the four Sex Pistols are still actually four of the four if you yeah, don't. Yeah, right. Sex Pistols came in later, yeah, the but actual like original. Ones. Yeah, they they're all yeah. alive. The um, not that Sex Pistols are end all be all of anger, but I mean, anything, it's but contemporaries. Yeah, yeah but definitely. like Keith Richards is still alive. Most of the yeah, Rolling Stones are still alive. Still I feel alive. like I feel like Keith Richards is the one who like the exception that. Proves the rule. I, I, I totally. Yeah, I, it yeah, it I agree. is so weird, that but it's it's strange. Happened. Like even even if you think like um, you know Led Zeppelin, there's still half the band still here. Like there's three, and they're three older. Quarters. Yeah, but they're older too. You know, like they formed earlier. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it's earlier. such a. It's no, so I, interesting that it these four yeah. guys died of all different things. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, well, it, two it, cancer. Two cancer, or was it three cancer? But different kinds of cancer, and then three, one heroin overdose. Yeah. So no, I know what you mean. In the in the greater scope of things, when you're just looking at bands, you know, outside of the context of how they were or what their habits were, yeah, yeah. it is weird. There was like, oh yeah, every one of them. Yeah, but then yeah, I I pointed out the other day. It was like the Rolling Stones have only la- lost one member to death. Yeah, and he was kicked out of the band at the time that he died. Yeah, right. Like, that's. Percentage-wise, <laughs> if you were gonna pick a band that was like that lost a couple along the way, it yeah. was gonna be them. And right? They, yeah. they haven't lost a one on their watch. It's like Some... they're just doing it to be stubborn. Yeah. There's so much think that we're gonna do. Yeah. I could I could always find a way to talk about the Rolling Stones, but I kind of feel like one of the greatest sins they ever did was living, like like living past a certain sure air, like a certain year yeah that like once John Lennon died I was like wait a minute you guys are still alive and like you're just ticking down the people I'm like God, and these guys are still around huh? I was like yeah I, I guess so they're yeah. just gonna keep going even, even if you look at the band separately right I mean the Rolling Stones got to live out most of their career as these, as these giant rock stars and they got to yeah. enjoy this they got to celebrate their stardom and their fame and all this stuff and their moments their whole lives they were just like couldn't Get it? Yeah. They just couldn't get the thing that they wanted, or the money that they wanted, or the respect, just, or the respect. And it's yeah. just like in their whole lives, they just lived in the shadow of their own careers. Whereas right. all these other bands are, you know. Hold on a second. Hand me that bag for a second. This bag? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so all this reminded me of in the Rolling Stone magazine cover uh, issue about copy. about the Ramones yeah. that there's a really good phrase in here, and I should credit the guy who wrote it. Um, uh, Michael Gilmore or Michael like, Gilmore. Just real quick, uh, we're lo- as for you guys who can't see us, we're looking at the Rolling Stones magazine, right? With with the Ramones right up in it, and there's a, the front pictures of the Ramones. Yeah. Of the article, well, that one, then the one, the inside. curse of the Ramones. Yeah, but the inside, the one on the page on the left, the the one before that is like all them when oh, they're them like, on the subway. Yeah, on the subway, oh, yeah. and they look yeah. what about. 18 there. Probably, yeah. Barely. And John, somebody was saying that Johnny Ramone wasn't a very good looking guy, but I disagree. I think Johnny's actually not, I think he's actually... It's just yeah. his haircut. Well, as it's he gets really, older, is, but I, but, no, I think I know, haircut's but, even kind of sexy. I mean, look at him, he's like 18. I know, but hot. like, this this is what... I over think it's t- pretty rock and roll. No, no, I'm not saying, I'm just saying this picture, yeah, I think he's a good looking guy here, but as he got older, this haircut just didn't do him much justice yeah, as yeah, he got older. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. That's it, all I meant. Yeah, yeah. Right. But the point was that there was there was just it just reminded me of this really good turn of phrase after all the sort of setup you know how magazines do where they sort of give all the the stuff about a band in the lead up to and then they're gonna go into it but it ends with them talking about how like you know they didn't have a whole lot of fame but now there's all these kids wearing t-shirts presidential seals everywhere but all four members are gone the Ramones were a band that changed the world and then died they're like 
Oh, nice mm. writing. Yeah. Nice going, Michael. Yeah. That's good. But I mean, it, yeah, that's that's it. That sums it up pretty well. It's yeah. weird. I'm glad you brought it up, but it's weird that that is so much part of the story. Yeah. That, like you said, Molly, that is like they didn't really get to enjoy what I guess the three of us think they probably could have or should have. Yeah, yeah. At least in the time that they did it. Yeah. It's so weird along those lines too like in looking for ways to promote this show I'll see kids at Target wearing Ramon's <laughs> shirt and I'll think like oh I should tell them and then I stop every time because I'm like I bet they're just wearing that stupid shirt. <laughs> they, they the chances are even... so much better. Yeah. Yeah that's that's possible. Mm-hmm. I bet you they really like their Ramon's. You think so? Yeah. Alright I'll try I, next. I, I will say I'll split the difference. Mm-hmm. I think that someone who loves them loves the Ramones one of their parents perhaps okay. and that that is that's a positive thing for the future because they will be exposed to the Ramones listen I'm not somewhere. saying that somewhere. kid at Target wearing a Ramones t-shirt knows deep cuts but he I'm loves sure, the Crusher but they probably <laughs> have well they probably have a, a hits album that they play sure. out you know what I mean yeah, and possible. that's legit yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Well, that was good. Anything else? Um, before we go, I just yeah. wanted to talk about our, our esteemed guest here. Yeah. Is a, is a comedian and actor in his own right. I oh, am. yes. I am. And has <clears throat> recently been in a film. Yes. That I would love for you to talk about. It's called uh, Fat, and it was shot in Boston, Massachusetts. And not Boston, Texas. Where not you're from. Boston, Texas, in where Boston. I'm from. Um, I live here in Los Angeles, but I happen to be going home. For the summer a few years ago, and a friend of mine was doing this movie, and he didn't cast this part yet, and found I was going to be there, and blah, 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 so I got the part very easily, because <laughs> it's good to know people. <laughs> and then the film went to Toronto, and did well, and then actually got released. You can see it on iTunes, and Hulu, and Amazon, and... Um, well, there's not a plug for iTunes. You just Great. can't. Not a plug. Yeah, and it's who's another your, one. who's your co-star in that movie My co-star again? is Melvin Rodriguez. He's on a show called Last Man on Earth, with uh, Will Forte. And a bunch of talented people. And Kristen Schaal. And Kristen Schaal, yes, who I love from the sketch comedy world. Yeah. We've seen many times. Um, And he is absolutely wonderful in the movie. It's it's basically an uh, an autobiographically written script and directed by the the gentleman who wrote it. Mm -hmm. Um, And and Melvin plays him. All right. So, um, and it's great. And it's super sad and depressing, but I do play the comic relief. So. Yeah, great. Um, but yeah, it's I'm very proud of it. It actually had a little premiere here in L.A. Yeah. Um, a couple months ago on my son's birthday, actually. So I had to be at the movie theater instead of celebrating with my son. Did you just lie? Did, he doesn't know. Did you tell him? I was like, it's next Saturday. No, I was like, uh, you have a big present around that corner. Just go see it. And then I ran. <laughs> and then he forgot about it the next day. Um, yeah, I'm super proud of it. If you feel like checking it out, it's um, we on all the major platforms. It's called Fat. Directed by Mark Finney. Nice. Um, and, oh, the other cool thing about it, though, that relates to music is that one of the things that he wanted to do, um, part of the storyline is he lived in Los Angeles as a sketch comedian. He got sick. He, he developed diabetes. Mm. Um, and he decided to move back home. He's from Boston. To be back home for the free healthcare, it, just for the time until he could figure out his life, and then while he was there, he wrote this, this script okay. about himself. And he wanted, to, and, but while he was living there, he started. He was um, decided to work at these clubs like TT the Bears, these famous clubs in Boston as a bouncer, hmm. and he got to know all these musicians. And in the movie, 
Um, every song you hear is is from a Boston, a local Boston band, and the I'll music's go, oh, incredible. Cool. The soundtrack track is amazing. So of like modern Boston bands or Boston bands that are now currently cool. performing around the city. It's or were cool. that were were then, then and still yeah. now yeah, and sure. still I know for a fact <laughs> that most of those bands are still performing. Okay, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, the soundtrack is killer. It's uh, it's very cool. Nice. But thank you. Awesome. Thank you for letting me talk about it. Of course. And thank you for joining us. Yes, I, I'm really Seriously, I had a blast. Yeah. Well, you were one of the first I people I thought of. I... And not just for that Johnny Ramon story. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm glad we could have you. Well, thank you. All right. Um, well, thank you, Lister. I'm glad we could have you. <laughs> uh, please uh, follow us on Twitter. We are at Ramones Podcast. And join us next time when we will be starting the D's. This closes out the C's. We'll be starting the Bye, D's. C's. We'll be discussing Danger Zone on Ramones of the Day. <laughs> <laughs>